Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, and welcome to my review of the latest 007 James Bond film, No Time to Die, starring Daniel Craig. This is the fifth movie in his, you know, compendium, if you will, Casino Royale. You've got Quantum of Solace, you've got Skyfall, and you've got Spectre. Now, this is all important because this is the culmination of all those movies, right? So if you're going into this without having seen those movies, yes, I think there is enjoyment for you if you just know kind of just the the general James Bond lore, but I don't think it's going to be as satisfying as having seen those movies. And, you know, even for me, I've seen those movies, but I just need like a quick refresher before seeing the movie. So, you know, there's plenty of videos online uh, on YouTube that kind of give you like a seven minute run through of everything or, you know, just reading the Wikipedia plot summaries, I think will suffice. But either way, you know, you just want to kind of have it a little bit refreshed in your mind because it isn't a standalone James Bond movie, just like none of these Daniel Craig ones really were. You know, they all... Um, are part of this this whole right and if, for all those things like it is a very satisfying movie uh, I think one of one of the things I appreciate is that it takes its time uh, with the action you know it's not just go 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 um, like yes the action is fast-paced and things like that but allows uh, James Bond to really think of how to get out of a situation like you can see his mind working for solutions and it plays out very smart you know it, it, it's like you you understand the action that's happening there it's not overcutting for the sake of overcutting uh and i really appreciate that and so in that sense it, it really builds the tension and you sort of understand the stakes of moment to moment and then when you do get the, the quiet scenes of reflection and figuring out, okay, you know, here's what happened, here's who, who's involved and things like that, then you start to really understand it and it has weight and gravity. So that's what I truly appreciate about the movie. Now, like in true James Bond fashion, we pretty much go all the, over the globe and, you know, the locations that are within the film, I won't uh, spoil specific ones but there's a lot of beauty in the places that they go to um you know the set pieces are fantastic all around um and really utilize them to their fullest you know truly and that's what's so wonderful about it um the other aspect of it is there's a lot of old characters that we've gotten to know in this series you know uh with, with James Bond, specifically Daniel Craig, and that holds weight. And we also get a couple of new characters that add a very interesting dynamic into this. Um, you know, I, I truly appreciate how both are interwoven and utilized. You know, it's not just like, oh, let's just bring in a random other person and see how they fit. No, like there's consequences, good and bad, to you know, these choices, right? And I appreciate and respect that. And the other aspect I, I, I really appreciate is, you know, Daniel Craig's been doing this character for however many years, right? A long time at this point. And he's not phoning it in. 
You know, kind of reminds me of like uh, Hugh Jackman with Wolverine. You know, at no point did he just phone in a performance as Wolverine. And I really respect that about Daniel Craig um, because, yeah, it just, uh, the movie obviously is about him. It is him and his adventure. And so the fact that he still delivers, just like in Casino Royale, for me, is tremendous, right? And I, I, I really appreciate you can you, you know that there's a love for this character, and he wants to do right by him. Um, you know, in fact, you know, he said in interviews like he's going to be really sad, um, and and I think he said like jealous of, you know, for a little bit when somebody else does eventually replace him. And uh, yeah, and I, I don't think he, you know, I think he means it in a in a joking, loving way instead of a mean spirited way because it just goes to show like. Yeah, this has been a large part of his life, and he's, you know, brought his soul to the material, if you will. Um, so there's that aspect of it. Um, you know, one, without spoiling uh, too much, I will say that um, the the MacGuffin of the film, like what the what the bad guys are after and things like that, it is um, like a like a bioweapon sort of thing and you know certainly in uh, our pandemic times it could be a little bit triggering for people um you know i just want to kind of put that out there so kind of be a little bit forewarned you know now at the end of the day for me obviously this is a fiction right um it takes real world possibilities and extrapolates them to the nth degree so like no by no means should you go into this viewing it as a conspiracy theory and uh you know, um, uh, a rendering of what our current circumstances are. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, there are at least similarities. And for that reason, you know, it might not be uh, uh, something for you. I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I loved it from start to finish. Um, the pacing, like, it's it's almost a three-hour movie, but at no point did it feel bloated or long I was always invested in the material and I think that's a kudos all around to the editing to the writing to the acting to the directing the cinematography like everything right Um, it all works in unison and and even like the music what I appreciate there's certain action scenes that begin with no music and then build in the music whereas you know I can imagine other movies or other uh, directors, perhaps in in a Bond film, would just shove in something, some music, just to build the tension automatically, as opposed to just kind of lingering there in the silence of it and building tension that way. Um, so it utilizes all film tools uh, with its arsenal for the benefit of this film. Um, and yeah, if, if, if you've loved the Daniel Craig films, I think this, this one will hold a very special place in your heart. No doubt, um, you know, go see it. Um, even it, and you know, even if you're like a casual James Bond viewer, but, but you know, um, I think, I think there's a lot to enjoy there for you. Um, it's just, it just exudes charisma off the screen in, in all elements and, and, um, it's both fun, it's both, um, you know, very dramatic, and it has something to say, so I appreciate it for all those things. So, 
that's uh, my non-spoiler review. Now, I do want to talk about uh, some spoilers, right? So if you haven't yet seen the movie, tune out right now because I'm going to spoil some major stuff. Um, but I want to talk about them so that way, uh, you know, if you have seen it or when you see it, uh, you know, come back, listen to me, and share your thoughts because I'm very curious. And to that effect, if you go ahead and comment down below or hit me up on social media with your thoughts about the movie and they are spoiler-filled, please just denote that. Um, for the benefit of others, so that way we don't spoil the movie for them. You know, just give a little spoiler warning. No different than I'm elongating right now in terms of my spoiler, right? So here we go, full-on spoilers. So, firstly, I love that uh, that there was a second 007. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. You know, I, I literally saw it Wednesday at an early access screening through AMC. I'm not sure fully how that all works, but, um, but essentially I got to see it uh, technically two days in advance, although um, you know, it comes out Thursday with the um, uh, premiere night screenings. Um, it's, all, it's all interesting to me <laughs> how movies kind of get really, you know, they used to be like the midnight screenings, and now they've pushed it to like 7 p.m. on Thursday night. So anyway, the point being, I got to see it earlier, and... Um, you know, I haven't seen articles discussing the spoilers from the standpoint of the filmmakers. And when I say filmmakers, I mean that all-encompassingly to include uh, the writers, director, actor, and so forth. But it would be very—it would be a, the most bold choice if the new James Bond, like the, if this was like a backdoor pilot for the new James Bond. And um, well, I should take that back as I thought of it, because obviously it wouldn't be James Bond. Um, it would just be a new 007. And I think there's something interesting in that if they continued in that way. Um, now, will they? I, I don't necessarily think so. But it certainly would be a bold choice. And one that I could get behind. You know, I, I, I would respect that. I think that would be quite interesting to continue in this world that they've built uh, specifically and continue based on what happened. You know, and obviously one of the things that happened was James Bond dying. I, you know, at that moment, like, the, especially with the ending, they were playing it so slow, right? And now in hindsight, I realized because they wanted us to really feel the moment. But as I'm feeling the moment, there's a part of me as I was watching, I was like, no way James Bond is going to die. I'm not going to kill James Bond. No way. No way. No way. And it just it didn't look like he was going to survive. <laughs> and they just kept ratcheting it up, you know, the phone call to the love of his life, and them sharing the moment of like, yeah, that is your kid, and you know, he, he's pa he, he has like passed down a legacy in a sense, and it's like, wait, 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 could this really happen? And you know, I, and the, the whole thing was that they said like, you know, this, this virus, um, or what, the nanotech, whatever the hell it is, is, uh, is incurable. You can't, once it's in you, you can't cure it. I was like, way. It's got to be a way. They'll figure it out. It's James Bond. James Bond's got to live. Got to have a happy ending. Ooh, they did not have a happy ending. It was a satisfying ending. <laughs> but you know, it, certainly it was like, damn, I, uh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> they went there and um, it was satisfying. This doesn't mean it wasn't heartbreaking. Um, so you know, kudos to them for making that decision. And that's why, like, I think 
moving forward with the new 007 that they presented would be a very bold choice um, and one that I could respect. So, you know, those are the sort of two biggest spoilers um, that I definitely wanted to discuss. Um, you know, as far as the, the relationship that carried over from Spectre into here, um, I thought they set up nicely where basically that movie ended. Now we get, we pick up here, you know, them, uh, you can call it like a honeymoon, I guess. Um, you know, and that sort of elongated opening scene before we get to the, the credits of No Time to Die sung by Billie Eilish. Um, I thought that was just a brilliant way to open it up. And I was, you know, I, I thought for sure, like at any moment, it was like, all right, at a certain, I'd have to like actually clock it, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was like close to like even 20 minutes. Like that seemed like a very long opening sequence. And again, nothing wrong with it. Um, in fact, if anything, I'm praising it for its boldness to just, you know, really take its time and tell that story. And it, in hindsight, you, you, it makes sense because we have to really care about that and understand that in order for the emotional weight to hit by the end of the movie. And I, th- I think that really worked. Uh, so, yeah, I was just very, very in awe of, of all of it. Um, I thought, and another bold kind of aspect was at no point were we told where we were at any certain point. Uh, you just kind of had to either had to know or just assume or just be like, okay, cool, we're we're somewhere, right? So like James Bond being in Jamaica, you know, uh, shots of London, and uh, you know, uh, where where anywhere else in the world, like you're like, oh, we're we're in a different location. It's cool, um, but yeah, just that boldness. Like I think the only text that they threw up on screen was like five years later, and that that was pretty much it. You know, um, when they travel to Cuba. I mean, you understand that they're in Cuba because that's they talked about that. But um, but yeah, um, I thought that was another interesting and bold choice. I, I, I give them uh, kudos for that. You know, just just going for it. And one of the things I was thinking about as like sort of, I mean, in some sense, you could think of this plot as ridiculous, um, you know, and convoluted. But but I think they do a wonderful job of making it palatable. And not over the top and too far-fetched. Like, uh, it is, in this world, you understand it. And there's a realness to it that that feels authentic, right? So, you know, I I, I appreciate it um, for all those reasons. And like I said, I mean, it ties back to, you know, Mr. White. um, It ties back to Spectre. um, All these different things. Um, and yeah, as I said, like, it's tough to even pick, like, my favorite action set piece, because they're so good, like, even the, like, literal opening opening, where, um, uh, you know, she's, she's being attacked at the, at, at her home, right, and the way that's kind of done, and how they foreshadow, like, for example, when they foreshadow the gun, um, underneath the sink and eventually that that comes into play because she shoots him and then you know he he she runs out onto the ice like there's so much tension there and you know it's not the biggest action set piece but they're they're all effective you know and they 
they work for the story. So yeah, it's tough to really pick my favorite set piece, but I'm curious to know your thoughts on, you know, is it the, the finale at the uh, missile silo? Is it, uh, is it something else? You know, plenty to choose from, plenty to choose from. Um, my only gripe, and this is just like a personal thing, I was so looking forward to like seeing Ana de Armas uh, in the movie, and she did a fantastic job, don't get me wrong, I thought she, you know, um, but, you know, she was there, um, she did what she needed to do with James, and uh, then she, you know, then we never see her here from again, um, and that was sad to me. Um, I don't know, I just, I mean, like, you know, uh, I, I certainly have, have a screen crush on Ana de Armas, and so for that reason, and by the way, who doesn't, really, um, I just wanted to see more of her in the movie and, and her and James interact. Um, I thought that was, that was great. Um, and yeah, um, I did appreciate the philosophical elements of, you know, when do you retire? How do you move on? Um, you know, good versus bad, you know, um, the, the, the duality of James and and the bad guy in this case. Um, and also, you know, how it's all culminated to this, like, (laughs) <laughs> that they're essentially mirrors of each other and, you know, all the things that um, that James has gone through in Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, um, Skyfall, Inspector, like, you know, what was it, 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 that kind of questioning of what was all for, you know, and, you know, does the world actually get better at any certain point and what does that mean? And, you know, now with like a new 007, you know, oh, it's just a number type of thing. And, um there's a lot of layers there to to really think about, and that's what I, that's what for me makes the whole thing impactful. Because it's not just action, action, action. And it's like, ooh, cool, that's all wonderful. You know, I, I I love action no different than anybody else. But there's the weight of all of this, and that's what I truly respect about the whole project. And um, you know, I think they landed it perfectly in terms of what they could have. And I'm so glad to have waited for this movie. You know, um, it feels like a lifetime ago that this was supposed to come out and it didn't because of the pandemic. And now now it's finally here. So um, yeah, very, very good movie. Very good movie. Um, so that's kind of my overall thoughts on everything. I'm sure there's other things to dissect and things like that. Um, but for that, I would love to have more of a back and forth dialogue. So go ahead, comment down below or hit me up on social media and let's chat. Like I said, if we're going to talk spoilers, please just denote it as such for the benefit of others. Um, thank you. I appreciate you. and hope to see you next time.